Welcome to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Classroom to Boardroom, where we bring you experts to help with the transition from college into your career. Now, today we're getting the first-hand perspective from someone who graduated just a short time ago, and she brings us some great insight into what it really takes to be prepared for your career. Her name is Sarah Kickert, and she's currently the Communications and Social Media Coordinator with the Wisconsin State Fair. Well, Sarah, first of all, I just want to thank you for coming in and talking with us today. Thank you very much for having me. Now, I did want to start off just by asking, you know, we're talking about trying to help out college students, that transition of, uh, you know, from college into your career in some capacity. For you yourself, when did you start thinking about your career path and what were kind of the steps you took to really be prepared for that? I think to some extent, I've always been thinking about what I wanted to, quote unquote, do when I grew up. Uh, But I really had to choose what I wanted to do when I was applying for college. So on my application, our university required that you directly admit into the program you were most interested in. Oh, okay. So I really had to choose my direction for fear that I would lose credits. Uh, of course, later on, I did end up changing my major. So that sort of fell right. off the road by that means. Uh, but I, I chose broadcast and electronic communication at that point. I had a few experiences in high school speaking publicly, thought it'd be cool to be on TV, mm-hmm. liked writing, liked reading, liked communicating. So sure. I thought it sort of fit me. Okay. I guess advice I would have in that regard is just do do what you love and what you think you can make a career of. Sure. Now, you mentioned, obviously, having to make that kind of decision early. And uh, of course, as you know, it's common that people change their plans three, four times, even in college. When did you then start or what kind of were those little steps that maybe you took when you changed your mind or when you changed that idea of going from broadcasting to where you and eventually ended up? I actually changed my major before I even started really? college. Okay. Then. So there were a couple of orientations we had throughout the summer. And As we went in, I just realized I didn't know what I wanted to do, Mm. and I didn't want to be undecided, so I decided that communications in general was a bit more broad and knew that I could kind of supplement that with a minor here or there, uh, some job experience, internships, that sort of thing. It was really just something that came on to me gradually, and because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I wanted to make sure that I had a lot of options when I graduated. I wasn't going for dentistry and knew exactly what I wanted or going to be an engineer. It It was a little more broad for me. Sure. With that, what do you say are some common challenges that college students do face when it comes to, I mean, you may have already touched on a couple there, especially when you're talking about career and uh, preparing for that career path. I think a big challenge is that college students think they need to know exactly what they want to do. And I, I would disagree on the tail end of that, too, is really using all of your work experience in college, whether that's a college internship or just a a small job on the side, maybe Mm -hmm. work in a residence hall, using those things to kind of help you decide what you like and what you don't like. Even just something as simple as being a desk receptionist in a dorm, for example, something I did when I was young, freshman, sophomore year is, you know, I liked interacting with people. That was something I kind of learned about myself from that, greeting them, being an information hub sort of. And it it was great. And that kind of reaffirmed my love for communication. Mm -hmm. So if that's something that, you know, you hated, maybe you'd rather be in a library or something more quiet. I I mean, I just think that you need to use all of your resources to kind of help you guide along that path. Some people we've talked to, you know, with shows that are similar to this, you know, school and the education side in classroom is very important. Do you think that sometimes that's overemphasized and that the experience piece that you're touching on gets a little overlooked by college students? I hear that that's a common challenge. Uh, For communication specifically, in my experience, I would say it's about 50-50 classroom experience and internship experience. I am using a lot of the skills I learned directly in college in my current position. But again, I have heard that 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 might not be the same for for maybe more hands-on careers. I, of course, cannot overemphasize the importance of internships, though. Mm -hmm. And we will touch on that uh, in a moment here. How about other mistakes that 
maybe you've heard or seen when you were even in college um, or people you've spoken with that mistakes students tend to make, uh, again, when you're talking about looking into your career versus just getting through college, so to speak? Absolutely. I think you touched on it right there. I think the biggest mistake college students make is not looking ahead far enough. Mm. I mean, college itself is a, is a huge challenge. And for me, especially, it was very different from high school. I came from a, a pretty small high school where didn't require a lot of studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the material is pretty easy for me to pick up. So going okay. into college, there's just a lot more studying, a lot of pressure to be involved in extracurriculars. And really, you kind of get caught up in the whole thing of being away from home. For me, I just think I, I tried to learn early on how important it was to realize that it wasn't just freshman year, or sophomore year, but it was four years from now, five years from now, mm-hmm. what, what types of things I could be doing to really make myself look awesome on a resume. So um, the internships, the job experience, the networking, all of those things, I think the sooner you can do those and and really be thinking forward, the more prepared you'll be in the long run. Kind of along the same lines with all of that, uh, someone who knows you, it seems pretty well, described you as a master networker. Uh, <laughs> first of all, the first question would be, why is networking so important, especially when you talk about in college? Absolutely. And especially for my career from a communications or public relations standpoint, mm-hmm. networking was infinitely helpful. And I think sometimes people get afraid about the the term networking. Right. They think it's this it's this big room with all these scary professionals and you have to just walk <laughs> up to one of them and start a conversation. And I would say that that's true. You'll come into those experiences all the time. But also networking is just building a personal relationship with your people you're working with, your mentors, your peers, your colleagues, other people in classes, your teachers, all of that. And um, really just kind of nurturing that throughout your college career. So mm-hmm. I met someone who I worked with at Career Services early on, sophomore year, and really just kind of developed, made sure to touch base every six months, I think, is a good frame of reference. But just making sure that I was staying in touch with that person and then later down the road, they can help you in who knows how many ways. Right. And you're right. A lot of people, even professionals, not just people who are in college, talk about that fear, anxiety of being in that room or I don't know what to say kind of thing. So let me ask you, as far as networking, any tips you can offer up for having that conversation? Or as you mentioned, it's not just that big room meet and greet kind of thing. What would you offer up? I think you need to approach it with an open mind. And it's, this is easy for me to look back, seeing my right, freshman year right. self being all scared <laughs> and not really sure where to go. But I think one of the, the main things that you need to do is just know that everyone in the room is doing exactly what you're doing. That's why they're mm-hmm, there, to, right. to meet you and to meet other people just like you. And that, I think, goes both as if it's a peer, quote unquote, networking event, maybe you're just there to meet new people, or if it's a career fair or something like that. These people want to get to know you and they sure. want to hear from you. And I think there's that fear that you're going to say something wrong or you're, you're not going to know how to take the conversation, but they want, to, they want to hear from you. I think it's a great point. I mean, the perspective of it, that people are there to help and, and doing the same thing, like you said, I think that's a great way to go into it. You touched on this earlier as well. For yourself, you had multiple internships. You had other jobs as well that you were doing, whether it was, you know, within the university or something else. Why was that so valuable to you? And how were you able to use that to really create opportunities for yourself right out of college? I think it really is personal experience for me, but really helps along for anyone. Again, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So by me, I thought I wanted to be an event planner (laughs) two years into college. So I interned with one of those and she did weddings and these huge galas and it was phenomenal, really cool experience. Mm -hmm. Not something I thought I wanted to do, especially after I met with some bridezillas along the way. (laughs) But then I I tried something else and I kind of went along the way. I'm very passionate about music. So I interned for uh, the local Milwaukee Children's Choir, which was very small, um, nonprofit, great experience. I would say anyone out there 
no matter the field you're looking into. Nonprofits are excellent because they can't afford to have a lot of people on staff. So you are just given all sorts of experience. I was writing press releases, doing all sorts of really hands-on things that were directly applicable to my major. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. And actually, through that internship, I was connected with the Wisconsin State Fair. Someone knew about the posting, and it was, again, that networking piece. I, I wasn't looking for another internship while I was currently working, and they just passed it my way. And I I was interested. It sounded exactly what I was looking for. And I I hadn't done anything kind of on that scale as something so large as one event. But Mm -hmm. again, I did have that background interest in events. So it just sort of fit. And then I know you know this, but I hope all the college students out there know how important networking is because this internship really got me the position I'm in now. Right. You know, obviously, I'm listening to you. You were hardworking. You were willing to take those opportunities. A lot of times we'll hear about college students just kind of taking it easy when it comes to that. Having had that experience and obviously the success from it, what could you offer up to them in terms of understanding, hey, now is the time in college to do all this because you don't have other responsibilities, you don't have that firm career. Just what would you offer up in terms of a little bit of advice there? I think my best piece of advice would to not be intimidated Mm -hmm. by the kind of growing need for three internships, four internships, five jobs, these professional references, that sort of thing. You can really use the smallest experience that you have and turn it to your advantage. Use it on something on your resume that makes you really look like you have a, a set of skills that's marketable to an employer. So just because you you didn't have an internship with the biggest sports team in town or something like that, mm-hmm. you can still use the the small connections that you have, you know, connect with your, your college sports team if that's sure. something that you're interested in and be able to transfer those skills onto your resume. Employers really want to see that you're you can think strategically, you can problem solve, you can use the skills that you have to learn the skills that they need. And they're going right. to teach you what you need to do on the day to day anyway. So don't be too scared about going for one particular job and having to find the right people and the right paths to get you there. I think it's more important to really make yourself as well-rounded as possible. Get as many skills as you can, help build your resume, talk and network with your mentors. I mean, that does not have to be going out or, or cold calling these employers you want to work with, although that, that, could, that could work. Informational right. <laughs> interviews are a great tool also. Just taking a step back and using the tools at your disposal to, to really help you. Now, you mentioned, obviously, you weren't really sure what you want to do. You kind of had the idea, it's different ideas. So you got a lot of different type of experiences. Let's say there are students out there who say, no, this is really the path I want to take. With your experiences, both in college and now in your career, would you still suggest to them they try a couple things outside the box, like a nonprofit that doesn't fit in? Or do you say, stick to what you know, stick to what you love and, and go that route? I'd say there is probably a very small percentage of people who are for sure that what they want to do right now is what they're going to do for the next with my age, 60 years of their (laughs) life. Absolutely. I think diverse experience is a must have on any resume, Mm -hmm. especially if you know you want to do exactly something. It only makes you more marketable between an employer who's trying to pick between your resume and, you know, the person next to you who only did experience in XYZ career. And you have a little bit extra, I'll say. You can bring a little more to the table. You have fresh ideas, that sort of thing. I think it's always, always helpful to get a little bit of that outside experience. To your point, if someone knows exactly where they want to go and what they want to do, then maybe that extra experience is just the sort of things they're getting from campus, you know, campus mm-hmm. life, maybe extracurriculars, right. being a president or a chair on an organization, something like that would really just kind of beef up a resume if you if you know that these two our internships are going to get you exactly where you need to be and you know this path kind of supplementing what those other things might be a good idea. Sarah, I think you've done a great job of kind of helping the students. I mean, obviously, you're not that far away from having graduated. (laughs) So I think that helps. Sometimes they listen to us older folks, you know, and uh, (laughs) they think we don't know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, I want to give you the floor just at the end to wrap up. Any last piece of advice you could offer to those students? Anything you'd want to emphasize, something we didn't touch on, or really take it anywhere you want to go to close out the conversation? 
I, I might get a little sentimental, but I think That's at fine. the end of the day, <laughs> it's really important to to do what you love and do it because you love doing it. Again, my my career into college was: should I do something that is a career? Should I hmm. should I be, you know, a doctor or a mathematician or, or something that I guess maybe is a little more concrete than for me, communications, event planning, public relations, writing, that sort of thing. It's just a little broader. So I love it, though. And I think that really has helped me become passionate through all my internships. It's really kept me going, kept me motivated and really kept me looking ahead. You know, what is the next step that I can take now that I'm even in my career for three years? What What's next for sure. me? And I think if you if you don't have a passion for what you're doing and you kind of are just floating along and you really just want a job to want a job, it, it, it will be challenging for you to stay motivated in that position. And something that happens after college, it's it's way different from college and you always wish you could go back. <laughs> uh, but if you if you like what you're doing and you can kind of have the things that are important to you, for me, it's flexibility, it's a great work culture, things that really aren't specific to even the place I'm currently working. I think if you can just have kind of an idea about that and be be motivated every single day, it'll definitely make your quality of life much happier. And, and you can kind of worry about the, the things that you want to do outside of your life too. So meeting with friends, old acquaintances, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Well, I think it's a good place for us to close out today. Sarah, thanks for coming in, sharing your experience as well as some of your insight that you have with your career. So thanks a lot. Thank you so much. I hope I can help someone out there. <laughs> with that, we'll close out this edition of Classroom to Boardroom. Again, we had today Sarah Kickert. She's the communications and social media coordinator with the Wisconsin State Fair. So we're just talking about a little bit of perspective when it comes to preparing for your career while you're still in college. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Of course, you can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.